you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. Week to week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure that is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. attention to the book of 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, and I'm going to read two verses that are familiar and that many who have been around the church any length of time, of course, may be able to quote this passage because it is so incredibly familiar to all of us. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 17, for our light affliction which is but for a moment worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. By the help of the Lord today, I want to talk to you for a little while about the imperishable plan of God. The imperishable plan of God. Lord, we come right now asking you to speak to hearts. Let your word come forth and let your spirit be manifest to every listener. Do what only you can in lives, oh God. Change us and help us to see your plan working for our good. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, what an incredible honor to be with you today and to bring the word of the Lord. Whether you realize it or not, God has a plan for your life. 
And just because you change or you walk away, ignore it or refuse it, God's plan is still at work in your life. Besides the plan of God, everything else in our lives is temporal. Troubles, struggles, tests, trials, pain, sickness, all of those things are temporal. But the plan of God for your life is imperishable, meaning it is incapable of destruction. God uses the perishable things in life to bring about the imperishable plan for our lives. The question was raised, why does God allow the enemy to buffet us through afflictions? Why do people go through the things that they go through? First of all, God allows Satan to buffet us because I believe God, first of all, has confidence in us that we, like Job, will not fail him because of afflictions. But the reason I think that Job didn't fail God was because, first of all, Job was in a constant state of prayer and intercession. The second reason that I believe God was always with Job and did not allow the trouble in his life to destroy him was because Job maintained an attitude of pursuing righteousness regardless what he went through. And the third thing is, is that Job was diligent in avoiding evil. I've never understood the reason why some people allow the things that happen to them to rob them of all of their joy and their peace and their godly contentment. And then it dawned on me, it's because they don't have an understanding of the imperishable plan of God in their lives. But now there's another aspect of this that I want to explore today. And it is this, do we realize that some of the trials that are brought on to our, into our lives and brought to us are courtesy of God himself? This is where it gets a little tricky. This is where it gets difficult for us to understand that God allows things into our life or in some cases God brings some things into our lives for our own benefit. Did you notice that the Bible says that the children of Israel, that God suffered them to hunger? Meaning God allowed the children of Israel to go through a short season of hunger. God suffered them to hunger. Now most of us have never truly been hungry in life. Maybe somebody has suffered 
hunger. I've been to the point a few times that I thought I was suffering hunger. But the truth is, is that it, it, it was just a little while until I finally found nourishment and I haven't missed too many meals since. But uh, my point to you today is there are seasons in life that God will suffer us or allow us to go through pain, heartache, and disappointment because he's trying to work something out of us that he needs to work out of us or work something into our life that he's needing to work into our life. That means that God allowed them to get hungry. God allowed them to get thirsty. He let them get in a tight place in times of distress and discomfort. But God had a plan beyond their plan. Because immediately their plan was let's return back to where we came from. Let's go back to the bondage of Egypt. Let's, let's return back to where we came from because it was better there rather than us dying in the wilderness. But I came today to remind somebody that God's plan had nothing to do with them going back where they came from or back to the bondage of Egypt. But God's plan was to take them to the land of promise. But before he could get them to the land of promise, he had to get Egypt out of their mind, out of their heart and out of their desires. I'm talking to anyone who knows that sometimes we get ourselves into some trouble. And God will allow us to get hungry. He will allow us to get to a place that our back is against the wall and he'll let us stand before the Red Sea and, and the Egyptian army is closing in and he'll let us go through the fiery furnace and he will let us spend the night in a hungry den of lions. He will let us wait before he fulfills the promise and we're saying the whole time, why God, why God, why does God, God allow this. I'll tell you why. So that he can prove us. So that he can prove that our faith is able to stand the test and reveal to us what is in our heart and reveal to us that even in the struggle, even in the test, even in the storm his plan was working for our lives because his plan is imperishable. Even when we sin. Even when we mess up. When we make mistakes, he is allowing us to recognize that through his grace and through his mercy that God's imperishable plan is still working in our life. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the text I read into your hearing today, the scripture says it is temporal. It is temporal. It's only for a while. It's only for a season. It's only for a little time. It's lasting only for an, a limited space of time. Remember, God said that he would allow things to come into our life to prove himself to us and his plan was to do good in the latter end. God doesn't come and say, here, I'm going to give you all these blessings and all these benefits, and now I'm going to see how you handle them. We are proven before the promise comes. We have to prove that our faith and prove our confidence and true and prove that we are trustworthy, and then comes the promise of the plan. I came to remind somebody today 
that what you are going through will not last forever. I know when you get in the middle of a storm, it seems like that it's going to last forever. I've had those sleepless nights. I've had those moments that I've been awakened in the wee hours of the morning, stressed over a problem, dealing with a situation, troubled, can't go to sleep at night because there's problems running through my mind. The storm, the storm was never intended to last always. That emotional battle is not eternal. That financial struggle that somebody is sensing and feeling today, listen to the words of this preacher today, it is not eternal. That's Sickness in your body is not eternal. It is not intended to last always. It is but for a season. That job that makes you miserable, it wasn't given to you to be eternal. That problem that makes you cry was not put in your life to last always. That pain that you deal with, that betrayal, that deception, it too shall pass. It is only Temporal, listen, pain is temporal. The reason that you can't quit in the middle of the pain is because quitting is eternal. You've got to decide I'm not going to quit. I'm not turning back. It's temporary. You may be crying today, but I came today to give somebody some hope and tell you that joy will come in the morning. Weeping may endure but for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. You may be broke today, but I believe by faith, if you're faithful to God, you'll have more enough than enough in just a little while. You may be in pain in your body, but I came today to remind somebody that healing is on the way because he took stripes on his back. You may be walking through a valley. You may be going through a dry desert place, but I come to tell you today, victory is mine victory is yours you may be going through it today but I came today to tell you it's only temporary it's just temporal it's just for a little while and by faith you're going to come up out of that situation and walk in faith and hope as our governor spoke to us on Friday many were thrilled and filled with joy except those with existing complications and those that are beyond the age of that, that, that the CDC and the government has allowed uh, the, the, the things to begin to open. And besides those that didn't qualify and they still have weeks to, to wait. And I know for some of you, when you read those articles and you read the news or watch the news and you hear them saying, oh, it may be the rest of the year. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to tell you it's trouble's not going to last always. I know why you look around and see others walking in victory. Don't lose hope. God is on your side. God's going to bring you through it. God God's going to keep you through the storm. He was with them in the lion's den. He was with Jonah in the belly of the fish. He was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He was the fourth man in the fiery furnace, and he will be with you because his plan is to prosper you and to give you an expected end. Come on, somebody. Get the faith to believe that God is on your side. His plan is imperishable in your life. 
It's just temporary. When we have a storm, the wind starts blowing, and the lights go out, we don't fire the electrical company because our electricity went off due to the storm. Because we know it's just going to be temporary. Life is full of temporary inconveniences. Nobody enjoys them, but there's a positive side to them. Because the inconveniences in life causes us to realize how much better life is and how good we have it when the lights come back on. Just because the water gets turned off or the well breaks, you don't go and rip out all of the plumbing in your house just because of it. You deal with the source. You deal with the problem. You wait until the water's back on. You, you have the faith that it's, going to, that it's going to pass. I come today to tell you that the wilderness was never designed to be fun. It wasn't supposed to be comfortable and enjoyable. It was supposed to be difficult and undesirable. It was supposed to be hot during the day and cold during the night. The ground in the wilderness was supposed to be hard. They were supposed to get hungry and thirsty. They were supposed to hate the wilderness and find it undesirable lest they would want to live there and just let God spoon feed them with manna and quail for another 40 years. But it doesn't matter how long you have been in the wilderness. The wilderness was supposed to be hated. It is surrounded by poisonous snakes and scorpions. They were supposed to love God and be thankful for his daily provisions but they were supposed to hate the wilderness. Come on somebody. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. It doesn't matter what's coming my way. This is only temporal. The pain in this flesh is temporary. The struggle in this flesh is temporary. One of these mornings he's going to open the eastern sky and he's going to call the church home and I want to be in that number this is temporary this is this is just for a while but God's plan to redeem his church to redeem his bride is imperishable oh I give him praise today God wanted the children of Israel to hate the wilderness so much that they would run into their promised land. The problem was that they got adjusted to a wilderness mentality. They got comfortable just getting by. And they got satisfied with just enough. What if... The thing you're going through is a setup for you to have more than you've ever had. What if the situation that is causing you pain today is the very thing that is going to birth a supernatural miracle in your life? Oh, 
I know people they get satisfied with just enough, just enough money to put gas in the car, just enough to keep the lights turned on, just enough to put food on the table, just enough peace to keep my sanity, but not enough peace to sleep through the night, just enough faith that I can believe I'll go to heaven when he calls me home, but not enough peace to, not enough faith to believe that I'll walk in divine health while I am here. Yes, God gave them enough. He gave them enough manna to get by day to day. They had to get up and go get new manna every morning. But he gave them what they needed today for today. He gave them water from the rock and he gave them clothes that didn't wear out and he gave them shoes that didn't wear out. But all of it was just to prove that he was with them in the wilderness. But on the other side of the wilderness was a promised land. I got a feeling today that somebody listening is going to get Canaan land in sight and understand his plan, his promise and his purpose is imperishable. I got a home in glory land that outshines the sun. Yes. Hallelujah. God's provision in the wilderness was designed only to sustain them lest they want to build houses in the wilderness. God gave them enough to sustain them until they came into their promised land. If in your life I'm not preaching about money today. I'm preaching about emotions. I'm preaching about spiritually. If you only have enough to get by, it's because God is trying to nudge you and urge you to go on to the place, to move on into the promise, to move on toward his imperishable plan that he has for your life. You can't get hung where you are. You can't build a residence where you are. If you're down and out, that's not God's purpose and plan for you long term. He's got something greater for you. If you have to run to alcohol every time problems come, if you got to run to the pill bottle every time a situation arises, I come to tell you that's not God's plan, but his plan is imperishable. His high will last more than a few hours. His wine is going to last you more than just a little while. It's more than temporary. But when we get over yonder, we're going going to see him face to face. Jesus will be the light. He will be the hope. He will be the joy. So they had to transition out of the mentality of the wilderness of just enough into the thought process and mentality of the promised land of more than enough. I'm trying to help somebody understand that God has a plan and just because the world is changing around you doesn't mean that God's plan is changing in your life. Because God's plan is imperishable. 
But God's plan is constantly adjusting because of your failure. Because of your bad judgment, because of your mistakes, God is constantly taking and adjusting the plan because ultimately he's adjusting things for you. He is ordering your steps. You take the wrong path, but God is ordering your steps. He is pointing you in the right direction. He's taking your bad decision and trying to make something good out of it. I hear the Spirit speaking to the church today that is saying, get in step with God's plan. If you're not in the church, you ought to run to the church when the church doors are open. If you're not baptized in Jesus' name, you ought to be lining up to be baptized in water baptism in the name of Jesus. If you're living in sin, you ought to run to these altars and begin to repent of your sin. You ought to want to get out of where you are because God's plan's been adjusting for you for a long time. He's been taking you when you should have died. He kept you alive. When you should have lost your mind, he gave you strength and he brought you to this point. He brought you to this time to tell you, my plan's imperishable. I got something planned for your future. I got a place prepared for you and where I am there, you may be also. So your trouble is just temporary. I refuse to be stuck in the pit God's calling us to climb out of the cave of despair some have been going through it for a long while I don't believe it's the will of God for you to stay in your struggle it's just temporary Paul called it our light affliction our light affliction. Well, pastor, what I've been going through doesn't feel like light affliction. I believe Paul must have been comparing our trouble with the sufferings of Jesus because sometimes I feel like my affliction is a heavy weight kind of affliction. Then Paul goes on to say our light affliction, which is but for a moment. Paul understood he he was shipwrecked. He was bitten by vipers. He was cast out by his brethren. He was thrown into prison. He knew what trouble was, but he said it's just for a moment. It is temporal. Sometimes you hear people talk about the midnight hour. It's not morning. It's not night, but it's midnight meaning it's right in the middle. The midnight hour is always critical because that's when things can get bad. In the midnight, fever seems to escalate. Sickness seems to get worse. Problems seem to get worse at midnight. More people die around the midnight hour. Paul and Silas are in prison. Their backs are beaten and they are humiliated and thrown into the filthy darkest part of the prison and the Bible said they were surrounded by 
all sorts. They were thrown to the inner prison and had guards all around them. But at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Child of God, I dare you, if you're walking through the midnight, to walk into this church when the doors open next week. I can't wait. Somebody is going to walk into the house of God next week and say, I've been through seven weeks of midnight, but I'm coming out the other side and I'm still singing and I'm still praying. And when prayer was made without ceasing, the chains fell off. The earth shook and God sent they delivered to them in the middle of their midnight hour. God had a plan all along and it wasn't just to deliver them but in the middle of it there was salvation for a jailer that would have had salvation no other way. We wonder what has happened, what's been going on in life. Why have we been dealing with all the things we've been dealing with? I'll tell you why. Because God had salvation planned for somebody that's going to be listening to an online service that's going to feel the nudge of God speaking to their heart and they're going to say, that's me the preacher's talking about. I got to run to repentance. I got to run to the foot of the cross. I got to run to baptism. I got to be filled with power from on high. Hey, I come to tell you today what you're going through is temporal, but God's plan is imperishable. It's still working for your good. (laughs) The great thing about midnight hour is that midnight's only a 60 second process. It comes and goes. It's temporary. Midnight's not permanent. In just a few moments, you can go from pain to praise. You can go from sick to well, from dark to light, from lost to found, from weeping to rejoicing, from broke to divine overflow. All in a moment. I feel like today somebody ought to get a praise in your heart. Because you believe the word of God that I have been preaching to you. And you know that the trouble that you're going through is only temporary. And you know that God's plan is imperishable. God hasn't forgotten you. He is still with you. He is still fighting for you. He is going through many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivereth them not out of most, not out of some, but the Bible said many are the affliction of the righteous but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Job had trouble and pain but it was only for a nine month period of time and then God gave him back double for his trouble. God has a bigger plan than you ever believed possible. Paul said I got to close. Paul said Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us. I want you to get that. It worketh for us. The affliction is working for me. 
get this with me today, the affliction, the trouble, the problem is working for me. Even when the devil is hitting me and attacking me, even when the enemy is attacking my body and attacking my home and attacking my family and attacking my finance and my mind and my ministry, everything is working for my good. The light affliction is working for me. Somebody needs to hear today that whatever you're going through is working for your good. It's working in your favor. It is working for your goods. Roman 8 and 28, and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. It's working for a more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but we look, they are they are temporal, but we look to the things which are eternal. I've got my eyes off the pain and I'm focused on my promise because God's plan is imperishable I don't see sickness anymore all I can see is his word says by his stripes we are healed I can't see the financial struggle anymore because the word of the Lord says my God shall supply all my need I can't see my struggle in the wilderness uh, any longer because all I can see is my God is able I see me blessed I see me healed I see my children saved. I see lives restored. I see anointing coming. I see finances being restored. The things which are seen with a natural eye are temporal, but the things that we see in the spirit are eternal. I looked up in the in the Webster's dictionary the word temporal. And there was a phrase that I felt like I needed to bring to you today. Because the word temporal had a little three-word phrase that said subject to change. Ah. Subject to change. Our light afflictions, which are subject to change, are working for our good. I don't know what you may be going through today, but I stopped by to tell you it's just temporary. God has a perfect plan that has not changed. It is an imperishable plan and it's for you and it is for your life right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I speak hope into every listener. I speak faith into every church member. I speak into every life that is going through struggle in the name of Jesus. Send hope right now. Come on, why don't you pray right where you are today? Why don't you seek the Lord right where you are today? Hallelujah. 